Everybody, Pretty Women Hustle Network. Yay. Come on in. It's another great weekend. And today we have the beautiful, incredible, talented, precious Swain Peaks. Hey, if you haven't heard of her, go look her up right now. She is doing amazing things. Let's start off by reading her bio. Precious, who is Precious Swain? Written by Asia Monique. If I had to describe Precious in one word, it would be survivor. Despite the many years of trials and pain, she survived. Today, she is a minister, founder of New Vision Ministries of Florida, Inc., author of the Who Says a Princess Can't Come from the Ghetto series, collaborator and international bestseller, Finding Joy in the Journey, a serial entrepreneur, owner of Imprecious Entertainment Services, founder of Swain Girl Media, and owner of Anointed for Prosperity Business Consulting. She is a wife, a mother, a grandmother, and a walking testimony to the greatness of Yahweh. With grace and transparency, she shares her testimony for the benefit and healing of others and the edification of the Father. Oh my goodness, Precious. Hey. You're doing everything. It sounds like a lot, but some days I'm the true slacker. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it sounds like you have your hand in everything. I try. I, I try. You know, but um, it, it comes from when you see it and it looks like it's out of line. Do you keep walking past it and wonder why somebody else doesn't pick it up? Or do you go ahead and stop and pick it up? And so what happened was I just kept walking by it, walking by it, and realized it wasn't for someone else to pick up. It was waiting for me and just had to do it because the Who Says a Princess Can't Come from the Ghetto series is actually a series based on my life. It's, wow. it's transparent. It's um, raw. It's uncut. And what it's for, I mean, anybody can read it. Please support it. Get it, read it. But it's for the young woman from the urban background who may have lived in a lower income area or may have lived in a higher income area, who may have lived a little in both, <laughs> but um, have gone through some things and society may think that they're a throwaway or they're damaged goods. You know, maybe they had addicted parents. Maybe they've been molested or raped. Maybe they were in a relationship where their husband cheated. All of these things have an impact on the mental health, the emotional health, the confidence of women. And a lot of them don't think they can make it out of it. And so the fact that I was blessed to make it out, made me responsible to tell somebody else they can too. Yes. You know, and so that's what the series is about. And I'll be very, very honest. The very first and second book 
I did with absolutely no budget, no consulting, no editor, no nothing. I just wrote the book and put it out. Because it wasn't, for me, it was about the message. It wasn't about any of the rest. And so even after I released the other books and got pretty covers and, you know, switched up everything so it would be more politically correct, I didn't go back and change those. I didn't have them re-edited. I had the cover redone on one, but I didn't have it re-edited. I left it raw because people can then see a growth process. Yeah. You know, if it's always perfect, where did you come from? True. But I need them to see that you can go from welfare, you can go from projects, you can come from addicted parents, you can come from anything. And if you just keep pushing, as they would say on Nemo, just keep swimming, you can succeed. You just can't give up. Wow. True. So that's true. Wow. Thing. I gotta grab that book. I gotta grab your series. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, I highly recommend it, um, because today's culture is so different. It's a series only because I kept the reads to an hour to two hours max a piece. That way they can get the message, because now if you set a book down, you may never get back to it, because life just keeps pulling at you, and you may want to finish. And get by the time you pick it back up, you forgot what the beginning of it was like. Now you done started over. So if I keep it quick, while you're ride, while you're riding out of town, riding to the casino, or you know, just sitting, getting a nap, getting your nails done, getting your hair done, it's a quick read. Message, bang. Okay, I got that message. <laughs> Next one, message, bang. But it's not for the, it's not for the soft, because it's very transparent. It's no cursing, but it's real transparent. I do talk about things like um, women starting relationships in a lie. And so what I mean by that is um, we'll go get our water bras and our booty lifters and our girdles. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we, 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 that. But that ain't really who we are. We don't, we don't spend two hours just getting dressed because we got a nick and touch. But then we get mad when we meet that man. And it's revealed that he's lied. We act like we ain't like everything we started with was the truth when it wasn't. So we have to remember that how we start out is how it ends up. If you started with a lie, 90% of the time, your biggest issues will come from the lies that have to be done to keep up the original. So it's, it pinches a little. It, 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 it's one of those series that doesn't just hug you. It gives you some pinches. Then it'll hug you. Then it'll give you some more pinches. Because we have to learn that no one is perfect but the Father. But we have to learn to love each other through our faults. True. And we can't really love each other through our faults if we're so busy thinking we have none. All the fault is theirs. We have none. Yeah, we got some. So that's what yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. You're speaking. Yeah. Amen. Uh, we're going to take us right into the book. Um, Pretty Paid and Powerful 40 Days to Empowering the Woman Within. Um, as everybody has noticed, and we've talked about, 
with every guest. The point of this book, the whole mission is to empower every single woman. Every, you know what? Not just women, everybody who has ever felt stuck, who has ever felt like, you know what? I've dreamed and I don't know what's next. This book is to empower you. This book is to uplift you. This book is to help you find that untapped purpose that lies within you because we all have purpose. Mm-hmm. And within these stories, we have shared our truth, our our purpose. Um, we have shared the mistakes. We've shared the good, the bad, the ugly to get where we are today. And I want to start by talking about Precious's chapter. Um, your title, how did you come up with when I got over me? What does that mean to get over me? <laughs> well, I had to face my truth. See, I had a lot of things that could have been the excuse of why I didn't, whatever. But the truth of the matter was, the problem was me. So when you're considered a gifted child, and educationally, everything comes easy for you, to the point where you become a slacker because you just, test, just do this for you. And you have, but you have a bad attitude on top of that. Yeah, I'm going to just be wrong. And, and then your, with your attitude comes this mouth that could tame a dragon. You just say whatever. Um, you're your own problem. Nobody makes you act like that. I mean, you may have gone through some childhood traumas, etc., whatever. But there, but there's times and places for everything. And and we say we're triggered, but sometimes the only thing triggering us is us. So that's where my title comes from. In order for me to succeed in business, I had to get over me, my mouth, my attitude, my always wanting to fight. I had to check me. You said something right there. You had to check you. In order to get where you needed to be in business, where you needed to be as an author, you know what? We're going to go a little deeper than that because Pretty Woman Hustle is not just about business and writing books and all that stuff. You know what? You had to get over you to be the mother, to be a wife. Definitely a wife, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to sit yourself aside and say, you know what? Maybe this didn't work out the way I wanted it to because of myself. Mm-hmm. And for you, like you said, it was your attitude, your mouth. And a lot of us got that problem. Maybe we're not where we need to be in business because we don't know how to control our mouth. Exactly. <laughs> like, literally, like you have me thinking right now. Maybe we didn't get that deal that we thought we could have got because we don't know how to be quiet for a second. Mm-hmm. And maybe, the, you know, this chapter will make someone think, you know what? Hey, you're not where you need to be in your business. You're not where you need to be in the aspect of your book, writing that memoir that you want to write or, you know, writing that song you want to write because you have to sit back and just hush for a moment. Yeah. You don't always have to be the first person to comment. (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't always you know what that was that status really necessary it, come on now come on, come on and now. i mean i see it every day you know we want to grow in business and we want to grow with our books but was that status cussing him out really necessary come on i want to patronize your business but the first thing i see on your page does not need to be you cussing baby daddy out Mm -mm. exactly separate it separate it exactly you know but we're gonna keep going you know i'm not gonna hold everybody up tonight go keep going <laughs> you know you're giving us good stuff um your affirmation you said each day is another opportunity for me to be better be a better me than the day before what does that mean to you well, like I said, with the attitude in the mouth, some days I have some really, some, some days. But for me, if the next day I can get up and learn something new, if the next day I can get up and help someone, if the next day I can get up and say five less smart-alecky things than I said the day before, just being honest, it, it, it's important for growth because as people like i said we're never going to be perfect but we should always evolve we should always grow and so if today i realized today p you really didn't stay on schedule and you missed the opportunity to assist this person or to service this person what could you have done different hmm i could have got my butt out the bed on time. I could have, you know, not been in somebody else's business. I could have not been on social media all day instead of doing my work. I could have, you know, I could have. Who knows what it could have been, but I could have done something different. So now, tomorrow, my goal is to not make the same mistakes I made the day before. Because if I keep repeating the same mistakes, my situation won't change. Okay, speak. Okay, so let's say, let's say I have a goal, which is what I post all the My goal for tax season is 50K or more in 90 days. That means I got to grind. I'm not going to make 50K in 90 days, sleep until noon on Facebook checking everybody posts all day, then moving to Instagram and liking everybody picture all day, then calling my homegirl to see what's going on on the stoop, then hopping in all the groups to see what everybody got going on, then calling somebody to talk about what they got going on. I'm not being productive because if I need to do X amount of clients a day to make owe a day to make the 50k mark in the 90 then that means if i don't have the clients the days i don't have clients booked i need to be dedicated to finding more clients and sometimes finding more clients isn't just posting my commercial sometimes finding more clients is helping someone in the same business i'm in to do better let me let, let me show you because it's enough business in the US for none of us to be competitors for real. 
So if you said, this is my first year with my tax office. I've hired all these people. I really have this goal. I don't know how to train these people. So then I say, okay, get all your people together. We'll do a two-hour Zoom. I'll train your people. I got 30 years tax experience. This is your first year. I'm twice your age. If I empower women, even if I charge you for this service, I should offer you this service because your office is not in competition with mine. Your preparers aren't in competition with mine. And how I'm going to hop in your book in a chapter to my empower women in business. And I knew you needed help and didn't help you. But let me, but so this, now I've trained your office, right? And all your people can do good taxes. Guess what you're going to do every season from now on when you get new employees? Hey, P. I need to set up another class. That still helps me towards my 90-day goal. I didn't have to do physical taxes to make the goal. Teaching another class is tax-related. And now you may say, hey, I just really don't have a bandwidth to support my preparers through the season. Can I offer you blase blase to take X amount of calls a day? You kind of see what I mean? But I can't think to put this kind of strategy together if I'm trying to see who fighting with their baby daddy and who got their body snatched and who got their hair glued and sprayed and whatever. If I'm doing all of this, when am I focused on business? And even if I'm not doing business, how am I giving effective prayer if I'm all tied up in the in the worldly business. Because in order to reach the goal, I have to do more than business. I have to pray and be in alignment with my father. For me to know who he's sending that's going to be the good business. So how am I focused to hear him speak to me if I got foolishness coming in both ears and my eye gate? You're saying gotta, something. We just got to be real. <laughs> Listen. You know. You, oh my goodness, you said some key things right there. You, okay, to get over you. Again, title of your chapter, How I Got Over Me. Um, sometimes we can't grow. How are we, like you said, how are we in a women empowerment group? And you can't empower others. You can't help other people. Like, what? 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 <laughs> How does that work? It doesn't. You you have a goal to get 50K in 90 days. And a reason why sometimes we don't get that goal is because we can't get over us. Like you said, there's more, there's more ways. It's not just about having per se, tax clients every single day and you're doing tax numbers. Sometimes it's collaborating with the next boss saying, you know what? I can offer you something. Yeah. I got the skills. I got the knowledge. I can. I got the experience. I can help you out. And then later on, she remembers that. And, and, and sends it on back around. You yeah. see how that works? 
she sends it on back around. But a lot of times, again, we can't get over me. I don't want to help the next author, even though I don't wrote 20 books. I don't want to help so-and-so start a magazine, even though I don't have 12 issues. I don't want to help the next person um, start a boutique, even though I'm out here selling, selling vendor books. It's not about It's not about the money all the time. Sometimes it's planting those seeds so they come back around. Exactly. Because what is what does the Bible say? You reap what you sow. Come on. So what are we sowing? <laughs> I mean, we can't help nobody, else, you know. But we all about collaboration. We all about woman empowerment. But we can't help. You want you want your hand out. You want somebody to help you. Who have you helped? Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I try to feedback because here's the thing okay um at some point i plan on retiring if i don't have any bonds built with male or female a tax preparer coming up behind me who do i give my clients to when i retire you know what i mean Ooh. because Ooh. if i've been doing them 10 20 years they don't do their own taxes so when I retire, they still ain't going to want to do their own taxes. Who do I entrust them to? Exactly. I can't say, well, I hope you find somebody. Or I can't give them to somebody who isn't trained. You know what I mean? To, for, on tax laws or whatever. So I, use, I say all that to say in any type of business, we, we have to be able to identify what in us hinders our business you know what i mean because no matter how much we may want and how many affirmations we may get up in the morning and read from a book or a journal or taped on our mirror that we can do it we have to then do it we can't just say we can do it and then voila, we just did it nah we're gonna have to it's just like losing weight sometimes you gotta push away the plate Sometimes you got to get on the treadmill. Sometimes you got to drink some more water. Sometimes it may be a whole thing with your metabolism and none of that works. And you have to seek medical advice to see what's really going on. But we have to do something. And if we never do anything positive, we won't get positive results. You know Right. If we never do anything positive, we won't get positive results. And I mean, I, that's why I feel like your chapter is so necessary. Because in order to empower the woman within all of us, and I'm going to speak for self, you know, we can give advice to everybody else, but you got to be able to deal with self, right? Um, I can't, I cannot be who I know I'm supposed to be. If I can't recognize, like you said, what is hindering me in my business? Yeah. Why isn't Pretty Woman Hustle where it needs to be? Because of what? And write that down. Identify that. Yeah. Don't go another year making the same mistakes that we made in 2020. Mm -mm. It's still February. Write that down. Why am I not where I need to be? What is hindering me? 
And if on that list we recognize things that we are in control of, honey, it's time to get over you. Mm-hmm. you it's time for you to stop standing in your own way and get to where you need to be. Yeah. And that's why this chapter is so necessary. You have to think. We, we have to think. And so I'm going to ask you this question. Um, because your chapter is, like I said, so necessary. What message, if if you know, if any, what message do you hope that women take away when they when they're at that last sentence in your chapter? What do you hope that they take away from this? I hope, I hope, I just hope they take away truth. And what I mean by that is, we all have vivid imagination but yet we all have truth so when you take off the makeup and you take off the jewelry and you take off the girdle and you take out your teeth or whatever and you sit there in your raw self are you happy with who you are if you're not happy with who you are, chances are the people around you ain't happy neither. And so it's the raw us that does the work. I don't put on makeup till I'm doing an interview or going dealing with a customer face to face. A lot of times I won't even put on makeup when I go to speak at different events because I want people to know I'm fixing to come raw. I'm fixing to come real. The message that you're getting is you're getting it from me. So I'm not going to put on all the extra. I'm not going to do all the other. What I want them to get from my chapter is once you fix the real you, you won't fail. Once you fix I don't mean just put a Band-Aid on it and hope it heals and be scared to peek under because it might still be open. I mean, the real you, the wounded you, the broken you, the trapped you, the scared you, you got to get in there and deal with it. Face the imperfections, face the pain, face all of that. Allow yourself to come to grips with, I'm still here. Yes, that I've been through that. It didn't kill me. I'm still here. Yes, I've been through that. It didn't kill me. I'm still here. And because I'm still here, I not only can, but I will do better. Because I'm going to prove to this person that hurt me that they ain't took nothing. They may have got a few tears for the moment, but you ain't stopped the purpose that my father gave me. And this may have happened and that may have happened, but I'm not going to give somebody else the joy of me failing. Now I've given them control. When my father says his plans for me are plans for good and not evil his plans 
So it ain't it, it ain't about the enemy may have sent you to do whatever, but you don't have the power to stop me unless I let you by stopping myself. We got to remember the enemy only has as much power as we allow him. So that's what I want them to get out of it. I want them to know that they su- could succeed even if they never wanted a business. They can conce- succeed on their job. They can succeed in their home. They can succeed in their relationship. They can succeed as a parent, a grandparent. Once they heal them. But that's a whole other story for a whole other interview. Not the situation. You, you said a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, I'm t- come on now. Like, you can, you got to heal. Yeah. Getting over myself means healing. Because think about it like this. I'm going to give you a real scenario. So you're married. We're going to, we're going to be adults. We're not going to even look at childhood trauma. We're going to look at adult trauma. We're in a relationship with a man. He's not our husband because for some, whatever reason, we haven't enforced that we're a wife and not a cuddle buddy. And we're not happy because we're not a wife and we think we should be. And so even though it's we're unconscious to it, we walk around with a certain attitude because we're upset, not just with him. We're except upset with ourselves because we allowed ourselves to be t- treated a certain kind of way. And then we find out he's cheating. But let's step back a minute because we ain't married, so he really ain't cheating. He's just test driving a whole bunch of cars. We're just one of the cars he's test driving. He ain't bothered. And now we're mad. And when our male clients come, because some of our clients are going to be men. Now, Now, we don't mean to. We don't even realize we're doing it. But we have a little funky attitude because we're mad at our man. So he's a man. So now we're mad at him too. When our female clients come, we kind of have... Can I help you? What can I do for you? You know what I mean? Because we're mad at women because our husband was cheating or our man was cheating or our whatever was cheating. Come on now. And so we get up every day. We get all dressed up. We, we look the best because we, we're trying to make, we're trying to cover for something. We go to do business and we have the ghetto business going. <sighs> you don't see what you want yet. You ain't dropped that cash app yet. You ain't sent your PayPal yet? <laughs> well, well, they might shop with you that day, but they ain't coming back. Ain't coming back. Because clearly, if you have poor customer service, no matter how good you think your product is, somebody else sells the same thing. Don't get it twisted. They will find somebody who probably got it a few dollars cheaper with a smile. You know what I mean? And so that's why healing is so important. Because my biggest, and for those who read my chapter, you'll learn my biggest problem in business is that I had trust issues with women. And I had trust issues with women based on childhood trauma. And so I didn't work well with women at all. 
So the female dollar I did not make for probably the first 15 years in business. I didn't care that I missed it. My account and my level of business may have been higher, but at that point I didn't care. I didn't want to be bothered. But the other thing was because of how I was raised, I was more apt to work with men. Never, um, never loose or flighty or flirtatious because I was broken. I didn't really like men neither. They were a convenience. The type of convenience I will not say on your show, but just know they were a convenience. <laughs> and, and so um, I treated them like they were throwaway. So I'm going to provide you this service and it is what it is. And I'm not even going to deal with you at all. So don't bring your wife, your girlfriend, or whatever when you come to do business with me because I don't want to be bothered at all. And it ruined my business because even though I had the same clients for about 10, 15, some still now, I would have liked to have more clients so I could open more offices, so I could hire more people. So you kind of know what I mean? So I had to deal with me, the ugly me. See, the book is about the pretty women hustle, but I was real ugly at that time. I had to develop the right to be con to consider myself a pretty anything because pretty is not really based on our looks, but more so our heart. Exactly. You know. so, the heart. Yes. The heart. You know, and so I know you had a certain time set and I'm a talker. You see, I done told you a whole four or five stories. <laughs> but you did your thing. I appreciate you. You, you, uh, this was needed. This was everything I was hoping it would be. Um, you know what? You summed up your chapter. You, I cannot wait for people to go read it and be blessed by it. Um, because it's necessary in this season very necessary because you have to be able to get over you in order to be where you want to be in your business. Yeah. This is a group of over a thousand women who are dedicated to growing and empowering and um, getting where they need to be in business. And in order to do that, sometimes you got to look at yourself, the ugly you, the raw you, like you said, Yeah. you got to sit there and say, you know what? I'm not where I need to be because of me. So grab this, go grab the book. Coming soon. Grab the book. It's available for pre-order now. What's your link, Precious? Hmm? Oh, at authorpreciouswain.com. Authorpreciouswain.com. To go 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 to the Amazon, go to the Kindle link. It, it it'll bless you right there from your phone. It it, it really will. It really, really will. I, I am so grateful that um, you allowed me to be part of your project. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, this has been amazing. You, <laughs> you were necessary for this project. You were necessary. Um, and tonight was necessary. I hope it blessed somebody. Um, again, pretty, paid, and powerful 
40 days to empowering the woman within you. How to get over you. That's the chapter you need to read. When I got over me. Sometimes we just have to. And I'm looking forward to book two. Okay. <laughs> okay. So how about you, girl? <laughs> right. Um, thank you, everybody who joined us tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Plenty more interviews coming your way. Um, have a great night, freshies. Thank you. You also be blessed. You too.